Transmitting live from the top of the Empire State Building on WBAI, 99.5 FM Pacifica Radio in New York, this is Trump Watch, the first 100 days, a weekly series investigating the policies of and reaction to President Donald Trump and his administration. I'm Jesse Lent. Conrad Tokyo, Sparrow, Pistachio, just unnatural, the dog is off sabbatical, rather watch an exigent, politician, politician, CNN and all this, Guanyo, move with the Hello and welcome to Trump Watch, the first hundred days. Today, we'll examine whether there was fraud in the 2016 presidential election. My guest is is Rolling Stone investigative journalist Greg Pallast. He believes there was, but perhaps not in the way that you'd expect. Before we get started, I just want to take a minute to mention that WBAI is currently in fundraising mode. I can't express how much I owe the management at this station for taking a chance on me in this show. Your listening support helps make this program possible. If you have a moment, please go to give to WBAI.org or call 516-620-3602 to make a donation. Again, that number is 516-620-3602 or go to give. That's give then the number to WBAI.org. And please be sure that you specify you're donating to Trump Watch. And thank you for your support. And in fact, here to talk a little bit more about that is programming manager Tony Bates. Indeed, Jesse. 516-620-3602. I just want to give you that number quickly, folks, and say that the programming that you believe in on this station must be supported. We've been getting great compliments about this show lots of feedback you like the show we're asking that you support it we're gonna i'm gonna step out of the way and let jesse speak with his guest greg pallast whom you will know very much we're going to offer you his dvd the best democracy money can buy the movie and some of you saw it while he was here in town it is really important that you hear what he has to say because there is a distraction in the media about what happened during the election mr pallast has a different perspective 516 3602 and Jesse thank you for doing the program I want to congratulate you we've been hearing from some folks in the network they're looking for content like your show and it will probably be airing on other affiliate stations around the network shortly keep up the good work but folks that depends on your support 516-620-3602 thank you so much Tony you're listening to Trump Watch the first hundred days I'm Jesse Lent Since winning the presidential election, Donald J. Trump has repeatedly questioned the validity of an election in which he won 306 of 538 electoral college votes, but lost the popular vote to Democratic challenger Hillary Clinton by a difference of over 2.8 million. In addition, quote, In addition to winning the Electoral College in a landslide, I won the popular vote if you deduct the millions of people who voted illegally, Trump tweeted on November 27th. The idea that the election was fixed was something Trump had spent considerable time on Twitter asserting as far back as on the campaign trail, posting on Twitter on October 16th that, quote, the election is absolutely being rigged by the dishonest and distorted media pushing crooked Hillary. That's, of course, Hillary Clinton, but also many polling places. Sad, unquote. Two months earlier, in his August 24th article, The GOP's Stealth War on Voters, our guest, Greg Pallas, pointed out that Trump may have been onto something, at least in the vague sense. Pallas wrote, quote, When Donald Trump claimed the election's going to be rigged, he wasn't entirely wrong. 
But the threat was not, as Trump warned, from Americans committing the crime of voting many, many times. What's far more likely to undermine democracy in November is the culmination of a decade-long Republican effort to disenfranchise voters under the guise of battling voter fraud. The latest tool, election officials in more than two dozen states have compiled lists of citizens who they allege could be registered in more than one state, thus potentially able to cast multiple ballots and eligible to be purged from the voter rolls, unquote. As Palace alleges in his 2016 documentary, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, the tool he's referring to is the Interstate Voter Registration Crosscheck Program, a notoriously inaccurate database built by, spoiler alert, the Koch brothers and their network of shell companies and like-minded billionaires based on the pretense of eliminating what Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach described as 7.2 million quote-unquote double voters, 1.1 million of whom were reportedly removed from the voter rolls in the 2016 election. But as Palace uh, repeatedly finds, as he crisscrosses the country, cross-checking the cross-check list, the so-called double voters were not people who had attempted to vote multiple times, an offense that carries a penalty of five to ten years in prison, depending on which state you live in, but simply two different people with the same name. According to a post on his website, gregpalace.com, three days after the election, the Koch brothers' plan to affect the election was a success citing interstate voter registration cross-check data in Michigan, North Carolina, and Arizona that led to the purging of hundreds of thousands of voters from the rolls in each of those states. Here to discuss what he believes is a case of election fraud so flagrant that it altered the results of the 2016 presidential election is investigative journalist Greg Palace of Rolling Stone. Welcome, Greg. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, glad to be with you, Jesse. And uh, I want to remind people, I know some of you saw the film, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. Now you can get the DVD. This is a real, this is a premium now, because we're going to say, what is the minimum donation for the premium for the uh, film or the uh, book? Uh, What is the minimum donation? I believe that's $75, and we're going to get into all that at the end, too. Um, Okay, $75, and what's the number that we're going to call? This is Greg Palace. I'm asking you right now. The number is... I know that that, that I will make sure that you get your premium. If you make your donation right now to WBAI, your weapon of mass instruction New York, this is Greg Palace. You're going to get the video, the DVD, for a minimum donation of $75, this is a real movie movie with Rosario Dawson, Ice-T, Shailene Woodley, Ed Asner as Santa Claus, Bobby Kennedy, Willie Nelson, who's playing a uh, stoner uh, musician, believe it or not. And uh, I even have help on my investigation of how Trump stole the election uh, from, uh, the, uh, de- from Detective Munch and Ice-T from uh, Law and Order. That's Richard Belzer. Uh, and uh, and um, Ice Tea. And again, that, there too. that number you is. You gotta make that. You gotta. You can't see all. You're gonna get the. And by the way, it's a documentary, despite having having Rosario and, and Ice Tea and Willie Nelson and Santa Claus. There are vignettes within this very unique documentary. Again, right. the best enjoy democracy money can buy. And to to get that for a donation of seventy five dollars, uh, the pledge line is five one six. 
620-3602. Again, that's 516-620-3602. Now, Greg, I want to get into some of the content in the movie. Um, I guess at the risk of starting at the at the end and working our way back, again, spoiler alert for listeners, I guess the best place to start is, can you tell our listeners a bit about who the Koch brothers are, Charles and David Koch, and what their relation is to the interstate voter registration cross-check program? Yeah, okay. First of all, let's, let's even begin simpler. Um, Trump says the election was rigged. He's right. His cronies rigged it. That includes the Koch brothers and their, and their cat's paw, a guy named Chris Kobach. Now, if you heard on uh, um, uh, the White House spokesman, Sean, uh, uh, whatever Sean his name Spicer. Is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Give him a plug. Go right ahead. <laughs> Sean Spicer uh, said, if you want to know where Donald Trump got the idea that millions of people had voted illegally, ask Chris Kobach. And therefore, last Sunday, Chris Kobach was on every national TV uh, Sunday morning program, Meet the Press and depress the press and, and all the rest of them. And, and Kobach was talking about how people are voting in two different states in the same election. Donald Trump tweeted out there are people voting registered in two states and voting illegally in two states, millions. And he got this idea from this character, Chris Kobach, who is, if you don't, uh, by the way, if you can't remember his name, it's Chris Kobach of Kansas, or KKK for short. <laughs> now, you get to meet so I, you know, he has this secret list of millions of double voters. Now, who cares? Because the uh, if you read the New York Times and the Washington Post, et cetera, they'll tell you this is crazy. This is, this is a lie. It's not true that millions of people vote twice. That's not the point, my friends. The point is, and you'll get this in the film, the best democracy money can buy. Um, if you make this donation... $75 minimum donation for the DVD or $75 minimum donation you can specify if you want the book, um, the best democracy money can buy. Uh, this is Greg Palace saying call right now, and you will get the information about this list, and you get to see the secret list, which they don't want anyone to see. But if you know me, Greg Palace, I'm an old-fashioned investigative reporter. You know that because I'm the guy that wears that fedora. So, um, you know, you know I'm a real investigative reporter. And for Rolling Stone, I uncovered the actual list of these ne'er-do-well double voters, people like Mohammed Mohammed. There's, believe it or not, there's a guy named Mohammed Mohammed who votes in Michigan, another guy named Mohammed Mohammed who votes in Ohio. In fact, 24 people who vote in Columbus, Ohio, named Mohammed Mohammed vote illegally in another state. Now you say, wait a minute, Mohammed Mohammed is actually the most common name on the planet. Well, not for Republican, okay? And, in fact, I have their list, and it's Mohammed Alwais Mohammed, Alhamed Saeed Mohammed are supposed to be the same voter. It doesn't matter that they have different middle names, and they spell Mohammed differently. As far as, uh, as uh, the, uh, the GOP is concerned, these are double voters who lost their vote. Now, here's the important point. Here's the key point. This is Greg Palace. I want you to pay attention. You don't have to take notes. You just have to order the book or order the film. There are 1.1 million people who lost their vote in the last election because of this fake attack on the so-called double voters, which Donald Trump is citing. So he's, he's laying the groundwork. 
it's not just that he's, he's, it's not an ego driven thing like gee I wanted to win the the elect, uh, the popular vote that's not what it's about that's a big distraction it's about maintaining this system of eliminating Mohammed Mohammeds throughout the United States and people like James Brown 288 people named James Brown one in Atlanta and believe it or not a guy in Atlanta named James Brown who voted and supposedly according to the GOP to uh, Chris Kobach and to Donald Trump, the guy named James Brown Detroit, obviously is the same James Brown. 288 guys named James Brown. Now, in one in Ohio is James Brown, excuse me, in, in Michigan. This is a real case. It's James Brown Jr., but it's James Brown Sr. in Atlanta, and they're supposed to be the same voter. But this is just beginning the tip of the iceberg. And, and that's a big... This illustrated right. in the film... That that is a big theme in the in yeah. the film and and Greg I love I, I, you know thank you so much for the help with the pledge drive I just for the sake of the 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 journalistic aspect of the next fifteen minutes we have for the interview I just want to close the the fundraising portion of this and now just switch over into interview mode because I want to get into some of the really important aspects of this film. Let's talk specifically about the 2016 election. What do you believe that the Kochs and their coterie of Republican operatives, both in government and, you know, some of the billionaire hedge fund operators like Singer, did to sway these election results in 2016? And how successful do you think they were? Well, it's not even a matter of belief. It's a matter of what we've uncovered, which you will see. See, the interesting thing about the best democracy money can buy is that it it was actually released in September 24th in New York, by the way, as a fundraiser for BAI. Um, it was released on the 24th of September. It said, here's how Donald Trump's going to win this, going to steal this election, and they did it. For example, Michigan. In Michigan, um, Donald Trump supposedly won by 10,700 votes. However, Crosscheck eliminated almost 60,000 voters from their voter rolls, people with name like, again, like James Brown and Mohammed Mohammed and David Kim, uh, you're getting the idea. And a lot of people named Jose Garcia, and they, that's the people that they're eliminating. We had experts go through the list, uh, the list, and they were saying, look, it's not just a matter of that these people are, are innocent of double voting. It's just a bunch of common names. It's that this list is overwhelmingly voters of color because, look, the, uh, the legacy of, of slavery is a legacy of common names. A lot of people named James Brown. A lot of people named John Jefferson. Uh, you know, you're looking at 53% of the people named Washington in America are African America, are African American. Excuse me, 93%. 53% are, uh, are named Jackson. If your name is Jackson, the likelihood is you are African American. Um, then if your name is Kim, uh, you're 96% likely to be Asian American. Asian Americans vote like they've turned black. They, they vote 75% uh, Democratic. So they've got to knock off these voters because there were not enough white guys to elect Donald Trump. So they eliminate the non-white guys. This is one way that they do it. We have a lot of other methods that we use. That's just Michigan. They pulled the same stunt in uh, Pennsylvania. And in Wisconsin and Michigan, they used a, a stunt which we call spoilage, spoiling the vote. Now, how to vote spoil? You'll see a cartoon in the film, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy, a uh, cartoon, which, by the way, we had the cartoons done by um, uh, the great Keith Tucker, who did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
so great cartoons. Great um, And uh, in the uh, there, if you uh, in fact you can see some clips at the gregpalace.com. But listen, if uh, and you can also you see some of the breakdown yeah. of this math as well, yeah. right? Yeah, and also exactly, you get some of the math if you if you're not afraid if you have if you survived the New York's. No Child Behind Left Education Program. Right. If you're, uh, you if you're not see, <laughs> numerophobic, right. Yeah, and, uh, but the, the key thing is, for example, in America, uh, 2.7 million votes are cast and never counted. Like, what? I'm talking votes that are cast and never counted. What they mean by that, when they say spoiled, votes don't spoil by leaving them out of the fridge. They spoil because they say the machines that are used to scan and count votes can't read your ballot for some reason. So, for example, in Michigan, uh, in Detroit and Flint, which are not exactly known as white cities, okay, the two chocolate cities in, in uh, Michigan, uh, um, the Flint and Detroit, they had old, broken machines that couldn't scan the ballots properly. So they kicked out votes, especially if someone filled out their ballot using a pencil or a red pen um, they, the machines simply couldn't read those things. So they kicked them out, so the vote didn't count. How many? Remember I said Trump won by 10,700 votes. 75,355 votes were never counted in Michigan. That's why Jill Stein began that, uh, what she called the recount, but in fact it was actually counting those votes for the very first time. And therefore the Trump campaign went into court and stopped that recount because the recount was absolutely unquestionably going to hand uh, the state to Trump's opponent. And they were and successful they, in they their stopped. efforts to get it stopped. They stopped, they stopped the, the recount because, by the way, they said, this is a good one, because <laughs> they said Jill Stein was not the Greaves party. Right. That only Hillary Clinton could demand a count of the vote. And, you know, Hillary Clinton's view is... Um, I basically squeeze the black community for all the votes I need. It won't make a difference, so the hell with them. And she refused. Well, she was undeniably keeping a very low profile in the weeks uh, directly following Uh, the election. Yeah, you know, like, uh, she, you know, in a way, Trump did say one thing that's accurate. The Democratic Party comes around to the African-American community every four years and say, give me your vote. Or, you know, it's give me your vote or else. And the or else is you get, you know, like Agent Orange. You get Donald Trump or something. So they scare you. And that's it. Then they gather your vote, uh, you know, under uh, it's kind of extorting your vote by telling you the terrible things that will happen if you don't vote uh, for the uh, for the Democrat. And then they walk away. And if your vote has been uh, uh, stolen through these Jim Crow tactics that you'll see in the film. And by the way, again, it's a full length film. If you get the DVD, the best democracy money can buy. It's subtitled A Tale of Billionaires and Ballot Bandits. You will you get with it. There's the extras which are uh, additional talk uh, between me and, uh, this is Greg Palast, and Ice-T, and me and uh, the extraordinary uh, Rosario Dawson, who is, by the way, uh, besides being a a brilliant actress, is also the founder of Voto Latino, the voting rights organization. So please, I do want people so Greg, to call the number. Yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll get... Uh, 360, what is the re- re- again, that's 516-620-3602. And again, though, I want to get back on track with the interview here. Um, why do you think that the Cokes would go to such extremes 
to elect Donald Trump, a candidate they've not reportedly been a fan of over time. A Politico reported that Charles Koch once likened the contest between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton to being asked to choose cancer or a heart attack. And uh, yeah. a Time report from last month quoting a longtime Koch aide Mark Holden at a Prom- Palm Springs retreat the the Koch brothers sponsored uh, said that the Koch brothers didn't participate in the 2016 election because, quote, we couldn't get comfortable with either candidate, un- unquote, was the election of Donald Trump the side effect of this uh, interstate cross-check program run amok, yeah. or what, well, yeah. were the Cokes uh, well, more it, involved it, it, than their aides? It's a on. very effective operation. Remember that the GOP doesn't say we're going to steal the congressional race, but not worry about you know they're, what they're doing is when they suppress the, the black vote, when they suppress, suppress the Asian American vote and the, and the Hispanic vote, that's Democratic Party vote. And that's uh, you know that's just the nature of of our uh, of our racially uh, of our apartheid electoral system. So the Koch spent a lot of money, a lot of money, helping purge the voter rolls of legitimate voters. In fact, this is interesting. After my report in Rolling Stone and after my film came out, the best democracy money can buy. After the film came out, uh, a group from Stanford, Harvard. Uh, University of Pennsylvania and Microsoft decided that they would follow up my investigation. And they got a hold of part of our list that we were able to obtain. They analyzed it and they said, they said for every real illegal voter, at least 200 legal voters lost their vote. Now, I disagree with their number. I think that it's about one out of, because uh, we know that in the United States only about Six people have been convicted of voting twice. It's pretty, as Chris Kobach, the guy who runs the operation for, for um, Trump, says it's real easy to find these people. Because after all, you give your name and address and last four of your social security number when you register to vote. It's pretty easy to, to get these people. But imagine, uh, even the Harvard and Stanford analysis says 200 innocent people. But what they leave out, as usual, uh, from, you know, because they're academics, meaning that they, um, that they uh, have been donated their genitals before they get their tenure, that they forgot to mention that it is not just anyone that loses their votes, it's voters of color. That's the issue here. And we bring it out and we bring you the full story. And by the way, and when you talk about the end, ending in Selma, Alabama, doesn't give anything away, because that's where this game, you know, in 1965, Martin Luther King took 35 people across the Pettus Bridge. You'll cross that bridge with me in the film. And four people were murdered on that march. But at the end of that march, they'd won the Voting Rights Act. Now it's being taken away. This is an alarm, my friends. The Voting Rights Act has been was partly destroyed by the Supreme Court in 2013. If this guy Gorsuch gets uh, uh, approved for the Supreme Court, it'll be 5-4, and the rest of the Voting Rights Act is kaput. The Justice Department, which is supposed to enforce it, is now an injustice department under Jeff Sessions. Um, you know, and uh, they and uh, Jeff Sessions is a good buddy of Chris Kobach, the perjurer in chief. Now, you get to meet Chris Kobach because you'll see in the film. Yeah, you know, the, actually, that was something yeah. I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. You you you, ha- you speak to, to Kobach and, and a few other people. You, you kind of pull the old uh, Michael Moore uh, uh, a surprise visit there. And I was wondering, did you need to attain a release from those people in order to put them in the film? Or, or was no. it because you were in a public place? No, because place? It's, a, it's a news event and, and they're hostile and, and, left it, and I'm not going to let them stop me from showing 
from showing uh, something in the public interest. But you haven't so they, received well, any blowback for that? I have to say, some of them, I have to say, do give releases until they know who I am. They approve. <laughs> so here's, here's what happened. I jump people. That's not done in U.S. news anymore. In fact, it's interesting. This week I'll be going to England to train BBC reporters. And what we learn in BBC, if someone says, I won't speak to you, like this guy Chris Kobach hides from investigative reporters. But in the U.S., if you say to, if a politician or a billionaire or other bad guy says, oh, I don't want to talk to you, my so-called fellow reporters in the U.S. say, oh, that's okay. That's okay, whatever. You know, if you don't want to talk to us, that's okay. I don't do that. If you say you won't talk to me, well, I'm going to go talk to you. So in the case of Chris Kobach, you'll see in the film, I, uh, I, I uh, find out, that we do some research, find out that he's holding a, a, an ice cream social in a park, public park in Wichita, Kansas. I fly in the, um, uh, the great um, uh, war photographer, uh, Danny Myers, I because I need people who have combat experience to do this correctly. And uh, a few of my Confederates, we fly into Wichita. I get one of those fake, I get one of those microphones with a little cube on it, so it looks like, and with a number four on it, so I look like I'm Eyewitness News Channel 4, local TV. I show up, and I get in, literally get in Chris Kobach's face, this, uh, this vote muncher. And because uh, he thinks I'm local news with my little cube. By the way, it's not completely fake, that four. I was actually gathering this footage for Channel 4 of London, England. And I stick the, the camera in his face, and then I show him the evidence of what he thought was his secret list of, of uh, illegal voters that he'd been removing. And, and did he not confirm illegal. that list? That was one thing that I was yeah, wondering. Did. did you were you able to confirm a lot of the film yes. for people who haven't seen it? It depends on you know your your own spreadsheet that you get from an anonymous source of this program. From uh, so you've been able to independently confirm that these oh, yeah, interstate yeah, voter registration you know, spreadsheets are real. Put, yeah, yeah. Let's put it this way because this is based on the Rolling Stone investigation. And Rolling Stone right now is very, very sensitive about any charge that it's uh, faked any evidence or, I'm not surprised, or can't withstand yeah. uh, issues of, uh, of evidence. So this stuff, um, yeah, the, these, in fact, I have to say Kobach, just so, here's interesting, after the film came out, Kobach called me. He actually called me, and he didn't disagree that I had the right evidence. He just disagreed that, you know, whether, um, you know, that it wasn't uh, racist, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, that, that it wasn't a list of, of obviously innocent people. And I said, well, then tell me, how does James Edward Brown Sr. become the same voter as James Thomas Brown Jr.? How does that work out as the same voter? And he said, well, they wouldn't really. Then, he, then you'll see even on the film, he starts saying, well, they, that's not, they wouldn't really be on the list. I said, but that's your list. We do know, for example, that in Virginia alone, 41,000 people were removed from the list. Uh, and, Greg, we're going to have to jump in and, right there yep. and leave it there. This is Tony Bates, Programming Manager, and I want to thank you very much for being here on Trump okay. Watch. Um, we're going to ask folks to call in and support the show. Greg, as many of you will know, yeah. is a longtime listener to Pacifica Radio. He, I believe, at the age of 15 became a member of KPFK in Los Angeles, where you That's grew correct. up. That's correct. 
Um, how do I remember I that detail? Yeah. And so he is he is he, he's participating, walking his talk. And we're asking now that you come to the phones and support this program, Trump Watch, with host Jesse Lent. We're going to say goodbye to Greg Powell for now. Greg, okay. thank you again for being here with us. And we're going to get yes. these phones to light up. Folks, the pledge level for the DVD is seventy five dollars. Uh, we want to thank you again for, for uh, listening to Greg Palace and supporting Trump Watch. This is a program that we've gotten lots of response to, lots of positive response. And when you hear a program that you believe in, you must support it. This is commercial-free WBAI. 516-620-3602. Jesse Lent comes in here as a volunteer. He is not paid to do this. He does an amazing job on this show each Wednesday evening at 6.30. You've heard it. You know the quality of the program, and we're asking that you step up to the plate and support it. Now, if you believe in it, your dollars speak louder than your emails. 516-620-3602, a $75 pledge of support for the best democracy money can buy. It's a DVD. It's Greg Palast's investigation, real investigative journalism into the fraud around the most recent 2016 election, and it's heart-wrenching in many cases, folks, when you see the, the people who fought their lives for the right to vote, and as they watch them slip away under these technicalities and under these apparently fake lists, it's really, really troubling, and as Americans, it's each of our duty to make sure that our democracy is intact. This movie tells a story. It's a warning to us all of what we need to be aware of. 516-620-3602. We're hopeful to get 10 of you calling, pledging at the $75 level for the best democracy money can buy. Thank you very much, Tony. That was Tony Bates, our programming director. Before that, my guest was Greg Palast, an investigative journalist for Rolling Stone and the writer and co-director of the 2016 documentary, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. That's it for this week. This has been Trump Watch, the first 100 days on WBAI 99.5 FM Pacifica Radio in New York. Keep the conversation going on Twitter using the hashtag TrumpWatchWBAI or follow me at the handle JLentNews. You can also contact me directly at the email address jesse at WBAI. Stay tuned for the Katie Halper Show coming up at 7, and I'll be back next Wednesday at 6.30 when we'll tackle another aspect of the new administration. I'm Jesse Lent. Talk to you next time. Rather watch attention, politics and politics, CNN and all this. Who are you?